Brody. <laughs> yeah, mate. <laughs> the library yesterday, and I asked the librarian if she has any books on paranoia. Yeah. She whispered, they're right behind you. Oh, Welcome no. back to the Good Always podcast. That joke inspired by a real complaint we had that the last episode was too much of a screen. <laughs> You're welcome. You know who you yes. are. Brody, it's good Suck to it. be back. <laughs> <laughs> I listened back. I saw the complaint. You told me about the complaint. And I listened back and I was like, I'm pretty sure there's only two accounts of us whispering here. So, you know what? Enjoy that one. You deserve it. <laughs> oh. uh, while we're talking about the intro... I'm going to start off with a little funny story straight away. Wow. Um, I'm good, thanks, mate. Thanks for asking. <laughs> People aren't here to hear about how you are. I guess they are, actually. Probably. How are you, Brody? Fine. We'll um, end with that first. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm very good. First day of, uh, of winter. Mm. Feeling good. It's not <laughs> overly cold, but it's, it's been nice. The usual <laughs> classic how are you? weather yep, report. Here's the weather. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm good, too. <laughs> thanks, Brody. Well, you know, you didn't ask me, so I'm not going to ask you big fella <laughs> what I was going to say though um, we always start off by saying hey Brody or hey Monty yeah uh, what I didn't know about my uh, you know my app my podcasting app which mm. I think is an Apple podcast is it auto plays um, but it doesn't go to the next episode of the same podcast it goes like what's next on your listing yes I was listening to an episode of one of my favourite podcasts I mean second Don't favourite podcast thank you yeah that's better uh, that had a very abrupt end for some reason they didn't play the normal outro music had headphones on full volume yeah. or almost all and walked through the street. Of course. <laughs> As you do. Plus I'm crawling. Um, <laughs> anyway, it ended suddenly and almost immediately I hear a Hey Monty <laughs> in my ears so clearly and so vividly that I turned uh, around somehow thinking you were behind me. Yeah. And it was terrifying. And then I heard my voice and I was like, Oh my god. God. It gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> but yeah. So that joke really is inspired me out. not only by some feedback, but also Real life events. <laughs> Real life fear from that I experienced. That's good. Well, uh, welcome, everyone, to episode 20. Oh, wow. Wow, big 20. Yeah. We've been waiting for this day for 20 episodes. 19. It's almost 19. time for us to go into a, a second season. <laughs> Let me say this. We've said this a bit. 20 seems like a good time to cut it. We'll have a think about it. Yeah. Well, we cut it after every three episodes anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, that's 16 seasons so far. There you uh, go. What have you got for me? I want to start off, Brody, with a game. Of course. And I know you love games. I love games. And I know that I bring a lot more games to the table. Uh, that's fair. To the games table. <laughs> I'm going to allow that. Uh, okay, I'll let that one P- pass the keeper, as they say, in um, baseball. Uh, look. I hate you sometimes. Yes or no, Brody? Yes. Do you consider yourself a fan? No. no. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you consider yourself a fan of Australian actor Hugh Jackman? Do I ever? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. Do you know the majority of his films? I could probably give it a fair shake of the sauce bottle. Would you be confident naming every single film he's ever been in? Uh, probably not everyone, but I'll, mm. again, I'll, I'll try my best. Another yes or no question. <laughs> you ever so heard? it's not a game of is this it this or is it that, this is <laughs> but it is a game of yes or no. No, <laughs> so this, it's is, the same this is not thing. a game. This okay. is a different game. <laughs> yeah, fun game, isn't it? <laughs> I ask you questions. This is the lead into the game. Okay. Because on podcasts, they do that sometimes. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Australian actor Jack Hume, as opposed to Hugh Jackman? You have to assume no. I did search for someone by the name of, seeing if there's the name of Jack Human. I couldn't, so I landed on Jack Hume. Jack Hume was an actor yeah. from the 40s to the 70s in oh, Australia. There you go. 
I've got a challenge for you, Brody. Okay. In front of me, I have the names and a brief description of seven films. Okay. Some of them star our favourite, Hugh Jackman. Our favourite. Interesting. Your favourite, Hugh Jackman. Some of them star Jack Hume. (laughs) I think I've given you just enough information that it will genuinely be hard to tell which one is which. Okay. Some of the uh, descriptions are a little bit short because uh, obviously some of the details might give away. Mm-hmm. Your challenge is you have to get f- at least four, I would say, to call it a win because it is quite difficult. At least four of these correct. Yeah. In the, our new game, <laughs> will never be played again because Jack Hume wasn't in a lot of movies. Is this <laughs> Hugh Jackman or Jack Hume? Wow. Oh, okay. I'll put together a little song for that, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready, Brody? Uh, I'm assuming we'll have the like who wants to be a millionaire song in the background. That's good. I yeah. might do that. Yeah. Copyright, but if fine. you if I win, I've got a prize for you. If I win, you have to watch one of Jack Hume's movies over yeah. the weekend. Okay. If you win, I will sit down and watch one of Jack Hume's movies. So either way, one of us is watching, <laughs> one Jack, of us is watching Jack Hume reporting back in next. Right, fair enough. Episode. Jackman doesn't really need the money Jack anyway. Fair enough. It is. Is uh, is doing fun. Hume. Hume's on the other hand, uh, we'll see. Who knows? No one's heard. <laughs> Number one. And you know what? I didn't. I haven't heard of any of these movies. Don't know if you have. Okay. I picked ones that I don't think you would know. Right. Pick, story one. Stories of Lost Souls. Uh, it is a minimalist film about people, people waiting in line for a theatre production. Is that Hugh Jackman or Jack Hume? Jack Hume. That is Hugh Jackman. <laughs> From the early 2000s. Wow. Oof. A bad start. Bad start. Poor start. Are you ready for the Jokes next one? Jokes on you. I actually really want to be watching Jack Hume movies this weekend. So, <laughs> Just you wait till you hear what they're about. Oh, no. Because that's Hugh Jackman. Right. Number two. Yeah. Dust in the Sun. Oh, that's got Hume all over it. Oh, let me read that Sorry. description first. When a policeman takes an Aboriginal pri- prisoner to trial and is attacked and injured by another Aboriginal, it sets off a chain of tragic events. Yeah, that's definitely Jack Hume. It seems like a 40s movie. <laughs> yeah. You wouldn't expect Jack to appear in that, would you? Uh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, to be honest, when I started reading it, I was like, oh, it's like a, you know... Like Australia. A, like a rights, you know, pro... Oh, no, no, no. 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 Jack Hume, Dust in the Sun. Correct. Well done, Brody. Thank you. We're back so on track. So far, 50%. You have to get three right from here. Easy. Bring it on. Number three. It's called Hunter. Uh, following the adventures of special agent John Hunter on the lookout for espionage along the eastern coast of Australia. Hume or Jackman? Certainly seems like a Jackman sort of vibe, but I reckon it's got to be Hume. It's Hume, well done. Yeah. You know what's interesting about this is that they, a lot of them are like, that could be Hugh Jackman for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and it just happened, I just looked it up because the name sounded funny. There you go. Well done, two Jimmy. for three. Yes. Only gets more difficult from here. Sure. Number four. The Prestige. <laughs> X-Men, Erkinsville Kings, the story of two brothers returning, (laughs) you like that, didn't you? The story of two brothers returning to Sydney after two years of living in the northern sugarcane areas, um, returning home to attend the funeral of a father. Their father, not a father. (laughs) It's a random one. Their own father. (laughs) Just having a look in the paper, find the obituary. Oh, that one sounds fun. Uh... Uh, I don't speaking last time I spoke to Hugh mm. he said that he didn't spend much time in the sugar cane so I reckon that's um that's Jack Hume that's Hugh Jackman <laughs> the Eppinsville Kings Hugh Jackman I thought that one would get you because it mentioned sugar cane yeah. farming I told you he doesn't <laughs> he doesn't spend much time <laughs> he hates, did hates two, the cane. two years he did hates well the his cane. character did 
Oof. Two for four. Oh, this is going to come down to the wire. That's what I do it for. Number five. Paperback hero. Huge. Australian bushman and truck driver writes a... I actually... I tried to summarise it. Sounds like a awful movie. Tries to... Writes a best-selling novel and steals the moniker of a friend and then steals all that fame and feels bad about it is what I summarised from reading the summary. Have you seen it? I have, yeah. <laughs> Did I summarise it pretty well? Uh, I haven't seen it for a long time. Oh, and and my mum's going to hate you because I think that's her favourite Hugh Jackman movie. Uh, and you just said it, it sounds awful. And, uh, it doesn't sound great Hugh from Jackman. the description. It's, it's not great. It's been in better. See <laughs> next man. See next man. Right, that's another one correct. Another you one just down. need to get one of the last two, right? Yeah, here we go. The Boy From Oz. Uh, yeah, we've got... <laughs> I do think... Anyway, let's go. Number six. This is a tough one. Voice actor for a short indie documentary entitled, well, not indie, but like Lesson Nine. Okay. Yeah. Like a period. Cannes Film Festival. Entitled Aboriginal Canoe Trip of the Murray. Mm. Hume or Jackman? Jackman. That is Jack Hume. <laughs> Shit. Now I've got to watch these idiots' films. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> You'd rather so watch the Jack one where he goes on a Canoe Trip of the Murray or one where someone gets beaten up by an Aboriginal prisoner? <laughs> Uh, Two very differing point of views. You've got one more. Oh, so I've got a chance. One more. This is your last chance. Oh, so I genuinely have a chance. Hugh Jackman or Jack Hume. It's called The Intruders. The head ranger, Matt Hammond, and flight ranger, Jerry King, are dealing with two suspicious drivers seeking permits to fish off the coast of Waratah National Park. Their real motives, however, are more nefarious. It's that Hugh Jackman or Jack Hume for the win. (laughs) I don't remember Jackman being in so many Australian-based films. Well, <laughs> was you like know, was Australia and Payback Hero. A lot of them, actually. Jack Hume is my... Is your final guess? Final answer. It is Jack Hume. Oh, well done, God. Brody. <laughs> wow. wow. That was a tight game. That has been the first episode of Hugh Jackman or Jack Hume. First and only. Um, that means I've got a... Watch a Jack Hume film this weekend. Yep. We get to choose. Would you rather I watch Dust in the Sun, Hunter, uh, Aboriginal Canoe Trip of the Murray, or The Intruders? I'm going to find the one. I'll do my research and I'll find the one that goes for the longest amount of time. <laughs> it's the 40s too. There's some long, long yeah. spills. Yeah, you're welcome. So, Please just let me watch the short documentary. No, nah, the documentary's off the table for sure. <sighs> you can right. watch it if you want in your own time. But um, yeah, I'm going to try and find... Want to stitch you up a little bit? Because I know you've got a lot of free time. Thank you. A good win. Maki, you mentioned uh, in the sort of intro to this episode that it's the first day of winter today. It's the first of June. Are you sure? (laughs) Second, I forgot where we are. (laughs) It is the first of June. Yes. Um, First day of of winter. Yes. But also the start of Macaroo. Oh, yes. Tell us about it. Uh, Well, it's. Does it start at the start of winter? Well, time. it's more about the, the, the number of people. Changes. Yeah, the weather yeah. change, and so that, yeah, they usually get a more of a sense uh, of what the season is. But it is the coldest and wettest time of the year. Mm. Uh, so <clears throat> yeah, the people would hunt f- uh, for food, but they'd also use the animals to make things like cloaks and hunting tools and stuff like that. So mm. it's a time for animals to be pairing up in preparation for breeding. Get ready. You and a few animals out there. Yeah. Uh, it's the season of fertility, as they say really? as well. Yeah. As they say. Not me, yeah. Uh, what, how do you feel about winter approaching? 
Winter is coming. <laughs> I haven't seen Game of Thrones. Neither have I. Uh, How do you feel about it though? Are you a, are you more of a summer like when someone asks? Yeah. Your preference, summer or winter? Yeah, I don't get that a lot uh, as a question, but <laughs> it's changed uh, ah. a lot. So, growing up playing strictly cricket, I was always a summer person because it meant I could. That was my mm. you know, thing. Um, yeah, but then as I got older and, and realised how much time cricket takes out of my life i still love cricket um but now no no you don't like anything that i do it's fine Uh, i don't like this really oh come on that's why i'm finding a new host for season two um (laughs) but it's changed uh one because i've rekindled my passion for footy um but i also like dressing for winter as Mm. well i find it uh I like to be a bit more stylish, and uh, yeah, it means that I can wear my my long coat cloaks, mm. my coats. long cloaks. <laughs> I just saw you take a sip from that infamous red can, and uh, yeah, infamous. Well, it was an infamy. Yeah, I totally agree. Actually, it's a weird one, but I love my winter clothes more than mm. you can just dress up a little bit more. And you can, and you're wearing a. a this is the first time I've seen you in a different colour suit than grey uh, than blue I know I do wear a lot of blue suits and now you're in grey it looks mm. really nice thanks mate just I'll let you know that. Um, did you know it was grey when you bought it <laughs> they all look grey to me so just got lucky I guess for those that don't know Monty's colour blind I'm just that's making the facts making fun of the fact no, that the reason has I talk a disability about <laughs> the reason I talk about it is because winter genuinely is a time of, of change for a lot of people in their emotional states um, and the reason I want to talk about it is I had one instance the other day. I went to the gym the other day, was having a chat to a friend, mm-hmm. and I was like, so what time are you coming? He said, oh, well, I used to come in the mornings, but I just can't get myself out of bed when it's dark. And I was like, you know mm. what? I totally agree. When you wake up at seven, for example, yep. you know, as, I do know. as you yep. do. Yes, um, I know. Or when I wake up, when, you know, when I wake up some hours before you, um, <laughs> and it's still dark, it does make it a lot more difficult to 100%. do things. And same at night time. I find it really difficult to stay out longer and to hang out with friends after you know, school and, and work mm. when it's dark at like 5.30. Yeah. Um, and I was doing some research because I know that there's a, there's a conditional called seasonal depressive disorder, um, which affects people mainly in the Northern Hemisphere where they have you know, cold and winter and nighttime for yeah. weeks at a time. Yeah. Um, but at the same time in Australia, it, although it's rare, it does affect one in 300 people. Mm. where there's a diagnosed feeling of depression and sadness just because the, the temperature mm. drops and it gets darker. Um, but I find, personally, <laughs> sort of rubbing in the faces of you, one in 300, I am a lot <laughs> happier in winter. I really like winter. Yeah. Uh, there's nothing I love more than you know sitting down south by a fire and it raining mm. outside. Well, th- obviously things I love more than that. <laughs> Sorry, family. Uh, but that's one of the, my favourite... <laughs> Times of the season. That's that me drag my chair and Yeah. It's, uh, good one. Try and pass it As much as I love summer and I love hiking and I love you know that sort of side of the, the mm. game south, I really like winter. Yes. And as soon as winter starts to, to approach and you start to put on a jacket and I get a lot happier personally. Yeah. I feel a lot more don't know. Don't know how to yeah. describe it if I'm honest with you. No, I like I it. to see where you were at. Um yeah, I think, uh, and I could probably even go back through the episodes that we've um, put out, and you could probably sense a difference in energy um, from the start of the 
episodes when it's been the summer or a sunny day or something like that. Um, we don't often record when it's well, we don't often record we don't often record when it's raining because mm. of the impact it has on the sound. But um, I find that the my energy is is naturally a lot. Uh, well, my energy comes a lot more natural when it is sunny mm. and when it's a bright and beautiful day and all that sort of stuff. It's one um, of the reasons we start talking about the weather because it's normally a beautiful yeah, day like, when ah. we're recording and we're excited about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I agree. I, I do like the I do like the cold. I do like. Uh, snuggling up in my uri, uh and and hopping under the weighted blanket. Um, bit of a flex for you there, Monty. I know you hate the weighted blanket. <laughs> Remember that time I slept with two? <laughs> slept with two on top of me. A total of 20 kilograms like, on top of me. <laughs> slept like a vampire. I was genuinely worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of weight. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, because I, I, I I'm the same as you. I do really enjoy mm. the, the cold and the... Yeah, sitting by a fire and, and also hearing the rain on the tin roof <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but, yeah, totally um, not to invalidate the 1 in 300, unlike mm. you tried to do. <laughs> um, I totally, totally get that and totally yeah. get that some people can feel like that. Uh, Monty, mm. we, a couple of episodes ago, made a commitment. Mm. A commitment to... Sorry, I get a bit emotional when oh, I say this. Um, we commit to a lot of things. <laughs> a commitment to not doing the newspaper quiz as a segment. We did. We uh, did. And we've been missing it. And it's every week, every day, I get messages day. from our listeners saying, mm. Brody, when's the quiz coming back? We love it. Every day. We need it. <laughs> we need more quizzes in our life. And I say, we can't. And we have say, to. And I say... Brody, stop messaging the podcast again from your personal account. <laughs> we made the commitment that uh, we wouldn't do that segment until, until Monty, mm. we went to an actual quiz night. And for those people that keep on writing in, for those people that are missing the segment, I have some very, very exciting news. Oh, no way. We're the doing it again news. today. No, oh, not, oh, today. Sorry, sorry. not today. Oh. <gasps> but... Next Friday, on June the 10th, 2022. Stop it. The Good Always team, you and I. <laughs> the whole team? Yep. Oh. And our producer. Hello. <laughs> Jess, you don't have a microphone, mate. Um, the Good Always team are hosting, are hosting a quiz night at the Forestfield Cricket Club uh, on Friday, June oh, 10th. Wow. We are hosting a fundraising quiz night. Wow, uh, to raise unbelievable news. <laughs> it is unbelievable news. We've so gone straight from failing at quiz nights to hosting. That's right, straight to the top. If you can't beat them, join them, as they say. Um, so we're, we're hosting this fundraiser for a boy named Lachlan Fennell. Lockie is a 13-year-old boy living with autism and mm. uh, developed a passion for soccer at a young age. And um, I'm told is a very handy goalkeeper mm. and is trying to make his way over to Tasmania later in this year to compete in the Special Olympics. Oh, wow. So we're hosting that fundraiser next week and exciting news again. Oh, again. No, it's too much news. The first seven people, no, the first eight people to message in to the Good Always Instagram or Facebook account 
will find themselves on the good always table oh, wow. at the quiz night. Wow, representing yeah. the good always name. That's right. That we have news. a table sorted. We just need uh, yeah, eight, eight people. First eight people. Yep. That is and very probably exciting. our only eight listeners. Uh, <laughs> all eight of you listening right now. It's right on in. Come on. Yeah, block it out. That Next is very Friday. exciting news. But yeah, we are. We'll be up on, obviously, up on at the front, hosting. Hope so. Bringing some good vibes, good energies. Hopefully, raising a bit of money for Lockie mm. to to send him over to Tasmania. And uh, yeah, it'll be a really fun night. So make sure mm. you get along. And if you aren't one of those eight people that message in and you come still want to come, tickets are available at forestfieldcc.com.au. So off the back of that exciting news, mm-hmm. the old whack whack. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I was thinking about quizzes the other day. I keep seeing them now that I See? now that I'm targeting them, they pop up on my feed. Yeah, you're um, welcome. The little creatures have started doing one, which is one of my favourite um, venues in Perth. Yeah, frequent. I don't actually go there very often anymore, unfortunately. But uh, I used to go there all the time. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> super important part of this segment. <laughs> uh, and I was researching. I was like, I actually genuinely do want to be better at quiz nights. I find that every sort of hobby thing I do with friends, I'm not very good at. Went bowling with you recently. You are I'm atrocious. Not very good at bowling. Oh my god! I'm not great at darts. I'm not great at bowling, but gee whiz, did I put it on? I'm not <laughs> put on a show pool. for you. I've got to say, I'm getting better at pool. Okay. Still haven't beaten anyone. Okay. But I've gotten real close recently. Uh, but trivia feels like one of the things I should be good at. But for some reason, whenever I'm at trivia, everyone yeah. looks at me and says, "Oh, you're a teacher. You can do trivia well." And I say, "No, mm. I'm stupid." Oh, well, you're not stupid. Barely you're not good at it. I'm yet. good at some things I've got a very limited knowledge anyway mm. I decided to look up how do I get better at trivia and I was given 10 tips 5 of them are okay 5 of them are actually <laughs> pretty good and I want to talk through them and see what you think about them for our table for the good table. table so if you're one, one of the 8 people start doing these 10 things <laughs> the first 5 let me warn you not great okay. I'm going to read them out anyway number 1 be curious uh-huh. yep that's right <laughs> Knowledge won't come automatically. You have to want to learn. Ah. I think I'm a very curious person. I learn a lot every day. That's why we call you George. (laughs) That is why they call me George. Number two, start with what you like. When you're trying to learn things, stick to the fields you know well, and then you'll have specialties when it comes to quiz nights. I do like that. Don't mind that one. Yeah, that's good. Um, That's why we talked about having a crack, like, and we'll talk about this later, a crack team where everyone has a skill set. Number three, keep up with the world. Also a really good tip, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, to read the news every day, you'd be in a lot better position. Naturally. Even like pop culture news, which I don't like keeping up with. But, you know, they always have a section. They do. Number four. This, this one doesn't make heaps of sense to me. Focus on trivia. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Number uh, five. <laughs> well, hang on, what? <laughs> it's basically saying the more you work at something, the better you'll get at it. Which is a weird one to put in okay. number four. Just throw all the eggs into the trivia basket. Exactly. Okay. Pretty much. That's it. it's, they do actually say here, think about a successful musician. They didn't just pick up an instrument and know how to play straight away. Fair enough. Number five, go beyond memorising facts. You ever spent a night cramming in for an exam? I need to do poorly. Trying to memorise things all at once doesn't work well. Next one. What? <laughs> I told you. Number six. Here's where it gets good. Oh, thank God. Watch trivia game shows. Yeah, that's This makes good. a lot of sense. I think I pick up a lot of weird, unique facts from watching just even snippets on YouTube is what I watch yeah, sometimes. Okay. Nice. So that one, if you, you really are training, you'd watch things like The Chaser. Mm. Number seven. Study trivia online or with games. Another one I thought was interesting. Yes. You and I could probably do a back and forth each day with a, 
at some sort of trivia game, like in the Wordle yeah. field, you know? Yeah. Trick the system. We can't do a quiz night on the podcast. Let's just do it over Messenger. This one isn't great, but I think it's really funny. Know the venue. What? <laughs> do the bar like to ask a lot of... They're basically saying if you've got a big night um, of quizzing, yeah. spend a bit of time there and get to know the people and the venue. I'll do a recon mission before I... <laughs> recon missions. How does the bar format that trivia show? This is assuming they do multiple, which is okay. actually a good idea. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to have to head to the venue beforehand I've as a team. been there at the you, venue yeah, I mean, you know, for the last six anyone, years, plus some. So. Number nine? I can guarantee that the this is the first time we've done it, so I can't give you any <laughs> tips. But you know the venue, if there's a question about... There won't be a question um, about the venue. The, the, a point of sale system works. Jeez. Oh, boy. Watch out. Fire. Just, if anyone knows how to use Square... <laughs> Also, Number nine. Then tell me, please. This is a good one too. No trivia on an empty stomach. Ah. Apparently, you have a much better knowledge retention when you have food in your stomach. Yes, but you do also have to wait twenty minutes after <laughs> finishing your meal. What do you mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's what I told you. Like, is it twenty minutes after, yeah. or your stomach hurts? People always say. Brody, how come you don't know how to swim? Didn't you go to swimming lessons when you were in primary school? No. I oh, to, 20 minute increments. I was at quiz night lessons when oh, I was in primary right. school. <laughs> they said, you eat, you've got to wait 20 minutes, sit and quietly, then and then you trim your questions. Yeah, then put your hand up. Last one, and I think the most important one we've talked about already, pick your squad. Yes. Definitely the most important thing. If you, It's like if you go to a um, quiz night with your footy team. Jeez, you'll be smashing the footy around a bit, but yeah. when it comes to... Yeah. Literature. Mm. <laughs> Sorry to stereotype footy players, but Ouch. when it comes to literature, same thing as you know. If I go with, with you know the department I'm working at school, <laughs> English department, horrible <laughs> at the sports section. <laughs> so be pretty good at literature though. Mm. So you want to have a balance, and yeah. you want to pick people that enjoy trivia. Just because someone, uh, the other thing I want to add, just because someone is smart, does not mean they'll be good at a quiz night. No. Exhibit A sitting right across. Exhibit the table A. <laughs> I'm not even that smart, but yeah, no, I'm true. awful at quiz nights. I've got. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm a pretty good teacher. Jeez, I'm bad at quiz nights. Don't give that face, man. Anyway, uh, for the people that are coming to the quiz night at the Forestfield Cricket Club next week. June 10th. There is some work for you to do. A bit of homework. You're welcome. Mm, do your recon mission. We'll see you there. <laughs> yeah, Let us know when you're reconning. Wear your, your sunnies, your black hoodie, and a cap. Well, and you'll get kicked out. And you'll and just yeah. say... They'll wear the police for coming around. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Real quick story I want to share with you, Brody. Mm. And I want to share this with you anyway, but we said, we said, we said, we said, we said, we may as well turn on the mics. Give me the Doing our best Adam um, Sandler impressions. As no. you know, Brody, I've been loving the gym recently. Yes. Uh, in particular, I've been really enjoying boxing. Yes. You know you boxing? Have. I have seen it. Yes. Uh, and I decided, you know what, I want to get more serious with this. Mm. I've just been doing a bit of bag work. I got into this one, we go to one um, place. <laughs> place around the corner there's a boxing gym around the corner from work that's pretty good and I go there sometimes pretty good friend well I'll, let me explain uh, it's very guarded and okay. I was like oh you know this is what a boxing gym is like uh, anyway join up to a new gym it's expensive it's pretty full on and I was like cool this could be the next step up I need yeah. um, <laughs> they start off it's pretty intense it's like I'm already sweating quite a lot by the first five minutes yeah. and then we get into the pad work which is where someone holds pads Someone punches the pads. Yep. And I'm like, great. I know how to do this. I do this heaps at work. Do this heaps on my own. Um, do it heaps at the boxing gym. This is easy. <laughs> so the guy's holding the pads for me. And this guy's been going to the gym, this gym for a few years. I think he assumes I have too. Oh, no. 
punching this the poor badge. Guy. And he's telling me, which I felt really bad for him. I was really slowing him down this session because I had no idea. They were like yelling out numbers. Yeah. Assuming that I would know the combos of the numbers. So he'd go right. five. And I'd be like, what's five? <laughs> and Steve would be like, it's this, this, this. Anyway, Thanks, he Steve. assumed I'd be there. So he goes two. And I go one, two. And we move around. And he goes three. One, two, three. And he goes five. One, two, three, four, five. And he goes back to two. And all of a sudden, I didn't realize this is something they do at this gym. Never experienced it at a gym before. Yes. But I go one, two, put my hands down, get ready for the next one. And he fully swings his arm <laughs> at me and smacks me in the side of the head. Nice. I recover. He does it again with the other hand. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there stunned. Naturally. And he holds up hand in the head goes, twice. Two. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh my God, that's what wow. they do here. Yes. And I looked around hits. and I just was so focused on. Steve and the, the pads that everyone else is doing the same thing yeah. where just random increments that just smack you Great. the idea is that you're supposed to protect yourself That's and it was terrifying of boxing I think all of a sudden I thought I had a friend <laughs> that was receiving my punches but no and he was out to kill me Yeah. <laughs> and as soon as he found out I was new oh no didn't change it at all oh boy <laughs> just kept just going ramped it up and it just tried to find my weaknesses um, it was definitely genuinely the Gee, hardest that would have taken time <laughs> the hardest workout I've done in a long time yeah because I was so on edge that I get knocked out by Steve um, so that was my first experience so I'll let you know how I'll go next mate. week yeah I can't wait that's, um, that's pretty funny well that's good I like it yeah, yeah I thought you were you've just gone to take your headphones out but I just thought you were protecting your head you thought Steve was around Steve. the corner but it is time for us to, to wrap it up Brody unfortunately yeah. it's been a good day it has been a good day Half an hour of power. That's what they, they call it. Yeah, power episode. Uh, catch us next season. <laughs> no, probably next week. We'll catch you next season. We'll catch me and our new host. Ah, how exciting. I think I know who it's going to be. I don't. Oh. <laughs> that uh, thank you for listening no. to the Good Always Podcast, though. Um, catch us on our social medias at Good Always yes. Podcast. Make sure you write in. Try and get yourself uh, mm. a spot on the GA table. Absolutely. And if, you, you know, if you're a listener, there's a friend that wants to come along. Mm. Consider Spread it, but out. you know it's first in, first search, really. Yeah, well, you can buy your own tables, can't you? Oh, you can buy your own table, can't you? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Beautiful. All right, well, <laughs> what a weird way to end. Thanks very much. We'll see you next episode.